Legends of the Internet. <laughs> it sure is. I, I can I can go longer, but I'm trying to save my voice for later tonight. Oh yeah, so. no, don't don't burn it out. Huh? I gotta. I I don't want to do that to myself. But hey. Welcome, everybody, to Legends of the Internet. Sorry we're not live this time. Yeah. But there's a reason for that, though. Uh, I'll get to in a second. But first, let me introduce everybody to our newest co-host. Coming all the way from north of the border, Miss Anderson. Hello. That is me. <laughs> <laughs> Coming from the uh, the cold, icy part of Canada, which I think is everywhere. But yeah, pretty much, pretty much everywhere. I don't think there is anywhere right now that isn't freezing. But even even through all that, we still have to do this. This is true. So for everybody out there, this is the Gamestone Quick episode of Legends, and because it's the Gamestone Quick edition of Legends, we. Uh, for those of you that are listening on YouTube, uh, unfortunately, this won't be for the podcasting platforms out there, but I will say a donation for you in a second. But for those of you on YouTube, here's what you can do. We do have a donation button. Uh, all the proceeds of to tonight or this morning, this afternoon, or whenever you're listening to us, we have a donation button that's going to take you to the Doctors Without Borders website. We would appreciate it if you guys would go on there and just donate just a dollar. Just anything that you have. All those proceeds that we get from the video today are going to be going towards Doctors Without Borders, which is one of the charities that Gamestone Quick does. So we thought we might as well do the same thing. So please, please, if you're willing to donate, click that button and just put down whatever you're willing to donate. Anything helps them and... That is pretty good, and I hope everybody is generous enough to do that. But thank you, though. For the rest of uh, everybody out there on the podcasting platforms and on YouTube, of course, we do have a donation button of our own. We have an anchor.fm slash Jodini link, which will be in the description box of the YouTube and the podcasting platforms. You go to that website, you can actually donate 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, depending on uh, how much you want to donate, a monthly subscription, and all of the donation money is going to help us going towards the studio that we're trying to do down here in the good old warm, toasty USA. Sorry, I had to rub it in. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I'm uh, personally not a fan of the warm, toasty areas. Oh, no. You, you, would, li you, would, you would like where I live. Trust. Uh, but anyway... Uh, so we're working on getting ourselves a studio, uh, so that you can actually see us live, like our faces, and getting us some state-of-the-art equipment, which we don't have, but any little bit of donation helps from you guys to us. I mean, we're, we're pretty much putting in the money ourselves to try to get it done, but, um, we've also got a new sponsor, which you heard at the beginning of the episode, for those of you listening on the podcasting platforms, so definitely check out Pocket Casts if you haven't already, I just wanted to say that really quickly, but now that that's all out of the way, Miss Anderson, let's talk about games done quick, shall we? Yes, we oh. should. So, let's see, games done quick... If anyone doesn't know like what it is at all, basically, it's a speedrunning marathon for charity. And what speedrunning is, is basically you take a video game, 
and you either you like complete the whole game or finish like a set objective within the game as fast as possible. This can be just through like optimal movement and like button pressing like really precisely or through a bunch of glitches, which also of course has like you got to like take into account all the precision and like stuff you got to do just perfect to like get through that one like that one uneven space in the wall or something like that just so that you can skip like entire parts of games. It's just you play video games really fast. Oh, which is uh, I think is the the gimmick so to speak of these the charities. I mean, think about it. I mean, anybody could play a video game. Mm. So, but if you could speed run it, I mean, you'd be considered a god amongst the video game uh fan base so to speak i mean these twitch players i mean these speed run almost every day and they're always trying to find new ways to beat the world record or try to find new glitches or find new shortcuts i mean the the event itself is what people go to see i mean they donate along the way but the fact that they're there's people out there that will take your favorite game and like what the hell i wish i would have known that or i could try to accomplish that if i could yeah but i don't there's just I don't know. It's there's something I think almost magical about just seeing a game from your childhood and you see someone just absolutely crush it in like under like 10 minutes or sometimes even faster. Or if it's the entire game if you like 100% speedrun it, it can be like actually long and really complex and surprisingly informative. I don't know. It's it's nice. It depends on the commentary too. Mm. Sometimes the commentary is very bad. Oh yeah. <laughs> As we'll discuss later. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, um, GDQ, it's the actual marathon itself. It's held twice a year, once in the summer and once in the winter. The one in the summer being called Summer Games Done Quick and the other one being called either just Games Done Quick or Awesome Games Done Quick. I've heard both used. I don't know. I think they might have just switched to Games Done Quick without the awesome in it recently. No, because I've always referred to it as awesome. That's always mm. what made me. That's always what made me uh, differentiate between the two of them. Because I always knew it was summer, and then I knew winter was always awesome. But yeah. I don't. For this year, I think they did just GDQ. Yeah, it for was. 2018. It was GDQX, I think, because it was. Yes. Yeah. So I'm seeing their play. Mm. I'm seeing their playlist right now, and they have uh, they have awesome games done quick. Raw stream 2018. So they're still using awesome, mm -hmm. technically speaking. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's what it's called. That's what they do. They play games really fast, and they stream it to the world, and they take a bunch of charity donations. And I have looked it up. All of the money they get does go to charity, as far as I can tell. Which is good. Like, they don't take any of the money donated for themselves in any way whatsoever, as far as I can tell. Yeah, I, I, I haven't seen anything where they just like, well, we're getting 10% yeah. or we're getting 5%. Like, I, I, I made sure that before I even decided to watch it, like, okay, is this a charity service that gives everything away or do they get something out of mm. it? Because there's, there's like, some charity runs in the local area that I will not do because of that. Yeah. Or or like what the ALS did like way back many years ago. What what was that actually? What You know the ice bucket challenge? Oh that. Yeah, okay. Now yeah, now I remember. I remember that. Yeah, I remember some of my proceeds like didn't all go to it. They 
took out some of it and kept it for themselves. Mm. Yeah. I was I, like, damn it. Yeah, really, really don't know how I feel about when when people do that. It seems a bit seems a bit crooked. It's a nonprofit organization for a reason. Mm. But but no. Yeah. But yeah. So um. AGDQ itself, it was started in 2010 by a by a, um, um, by a man by the name of sorry there um Mike Uyama. I think I got his last name. I think I got his last name right. Um, he graduated from two universities, as far as I could tell. What was written on um one of the pages on him from uh, George Mason University as a major in economics and a minor in psychology, actually. And then from Sophia University for Japanese studies and economics again. So, like, seems to be really into economics. And when I went and checked, like, his social media, he's, again, like, he's, like, he does stuff for, like, other charity organizations and stuff. He just seems, seems like sort of a money, like, a guy that deals with money a lot. Which is probably good in the world of charities to, like, know these things. So it's like, you're not just going in like, alright, well, don't know how this works, but let's, uh, let's see. Let's go. Let's just go. Yeah, probably. that's why every single yeah. year is different. And mm. that's why they have to go through all these, uh, these, uh, these things in the beginning. Mm. Because they, they're, they're learning as they go along. Yeah. Which I, I, I want to tell people, it's like, not everybody's going to be perfect as soon as they go right off the bat. I mean, yeah. things are going to be iffy and they're going to get better as years go on you can't hold it to them for something that they're trying to still get through like don't let perfection get to your head mm. oh yeah definitely yeah and um the first charity they actually ever supported was the care foundation I think it's the foundation either that or it's just called care it's the Co cooperative for assistance and relief everywhere it's um it's just a like international humanitarian agency as far as i can tell it's a good it's a good like charity so i mean off to a good start and the first time they ever reached a million dollars for donations was in 2014 which was only 4 years after it started which yeah. to me is impressive it's going to yeah like i said it's going to take a while before i mean i didn't even know like gdq existed until like 2013 mm. so it took them 3 years before they finally got uh, enough exposure. I mean, yeah. yes, patience is a virtue for a lot of these things. Yeah. So, yeah, but it did get there. It definitely got there. And now, like, year after year, they keep getting just so much money for these charities. It's kind of heartwarming to see, like, all these people just come together, just to play a bunch of video games really fast and donate to charity. It's just, at the surface level, it's just a really nice, just, just a really nice concept. Like, just do something you love and raise money to support something that helps people that need it, you know? Yeah, and I think it's like the like one of the more popular nerd charities out there. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> something that we would be comfortable with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I don't think it, it'd be tough to us to like go to something like a sporting event and try to, you know, it's like, well, I don't really. I mean, I I I'm doing this because it's a charity and it's going for a good cause, but. Does it have to be Canadian football? Yeah, Canadian football. <laughs> well, I'm using I'm, or it, just American football, just any football in general. True, that's true. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, and it's just it's also not not even just the fact that like on the surface it's just like 
one of the nicest concepts I could ever think of. It's too... Also, that... I think Games Done Quick was how I first found out about speedrunning in the first place. Like, I didn't know what the hell it was until I saw this video come up in my feed on YouTube. I remember it was a Super Mario 64 speedrun, and it was a race. I was like, I have no clue what's going on, but I love it so much, and I'm just gonna keep watching all these videos and just try to, like, grasp what it is, and that's... I mean, it's it introduces people to speedrunning because it's such a big thing now, and it, like, it reaches so far, and it reaches all these people that have never he even heard about whatever the hell a speedrun is, and then it gets to them, they get curious, they watch it, and then you've got, you've got more people that are like, they either have a new source of entertainment, a new source of inspiration, or a new hobby. I mean, I'm learning to speedrun myself, and I wouldn't be if it wasn't for GDQ existing and, like, showing up in my feed and basically, like, just teaching me what it was. What speedrun are you trying to do? Like, what game? Um, Star Fox 64. What? Yeah, yeah, it is one of my favorite childhood games. I'm still not entirely sure what route I want to go. I think Blue Line. Probably Blue Line. Yeah. I was going to say, you got to do hard all the way. It's like you have to do all, like, all the harder stages. <laughs> oh, that, no, the, that would be fun, yeah, no, but just... Oh, the water stage. Oh, I really don't like the water stage. Don't, don't, like, uh, don't like the toxic... No. Toxic planet either. It gets laggy. Who uh, who you'll have to get you'll have to get through it, baby. True. You have to do it. I mean, eventually I'll probably do because like I like both of the line ones. Hundred percent would be interesting, but that would require oh. resetting a few times and like I don't I don't really know how I feel about that. I'd be more comfortable just going just straight through each time and only needing to reset if I like screw up really bad or something. We'll keep practicing, and then we'll campaign to GDQ to get you on there as a runner. Oh yeah, man, that'd be that'd be insane if one of the days I, I was just if I if I if I could just see my name on the leaderboards one day, that would be oh that'd be crazy. Well, do you have a Twitch? I I technically I do, and I mean I'm getting some equipment too for Christmas this year, so I like I want to stream more. Like I'm getting a better mic, and maybe I'll get a webcam too. Just starting, like. Yeah, because as soon as you do, because you could talk to Marcus. He does. Uh, he does Twitch streaming also. So yeah. if you need advice, then I can always. Uh, I can always uh, tell him like, hey, who needs help like uh, about Twitch streaming? So yeah, maybe. we'll have to. Because we have like two Twitch streamers here on the show, so hmm. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to. And plus, you're technically in the same group, so whenever you guys come on, I'll plug in your stream. Oh yeah. Or your Twitch stream. True. But yeah, if if I ever need help, I guess I'll I guess I'll go to them because I mean, I have the programs. I just don't know how to do anything fancy or neat yet. Like I know how to well, I know how to get it to stream to Twitch. I know how to make it look not entirely like oatmeal. Yeah. Oh, cool. Right now, don't worry about trying to be neat and fancy because I know I know people will get on you for quality, but I would say fuck them because yeah. quantity is more important. <laughs> if you did it every, if you did it every, if you if you streamed like every day like like say you did like five days a week Ooh. if you did that you're gonna get more viewers watching you than uh, people than you would get more viewers if it looked like crisp and clear That's you were you, you you do that as you go along mm. you don't do that 
you don't do that right away. Now, like, nobody starts off right away. I mean, this mic that I'm using right now, I didn't have this type of mic when I first started Legends. I had a, I had a crappy um, thing that I bought at Best Buy for, like, 20 bucks. Oh, $20 microphone. Yeah. And that's still our number one episode was the Christian episode, and they did it on a $20 mic. Oh, well. So it's, con- it's, it's content, not quality. That's, that's true. That's true. Okay, guys, I see where you're coming from there. That gives me a little bit more hope. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, just, I don't know, man. Game is done quick. It's just, it's an inspiration, really, and I'm kind of passionate about it. And now every day when I get that little email notification that my favorite speedrunner is streaming, it's like, it's like all my stress just dies for a second, and I can just go and just watch this dude play Zelda really fast. Who are your favorite streamers? Oh, I think ZFG is definitely my... Um, number one, he's the current world record holder for Ocarina of Time 100%, and others. He has other world records, it's just he's running Ocarina of Time 100% right now. Almost, actually, he's almost done, like, he's almost to his, like, ultimate goal, and until we find better, like, route optimizations, he can't really, can't really push it any further in terms of, like, human capabilities anyways. Tasks can certainly do things. Actually, wait, I should probably explain what TAS is, too. Um, a TAS is just a tool-assisted speedrun. It's where you... It's a program, and you can, like, put inputs in, like, per frame, so you can do things that aren't humanly possible, like pressing the A button, like, 30 times in, like, under a second and all that stuff, depending on how fast the game runs. Just stuff like that. It's it's just basically... it's It's a machine. You program it, and it plays the game for you based on what you tell it to do. Mm-hmm. Hey, I remember seeing like a lot of Pokemon Red and Blue TASs when they oh, were, yeah. uh, like in the 2014. It's like, yeah, we could beat the game in 10 minutes some, yeah. with a t- with a with a TAS. I'm like, interesting. Like, holy fuck, they got 151 Pokemon in 10 minutes and they just beat the game. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. It's it's neat how how much you can just you could just take a game and you can just you can either just break it yourself or put it into a machine that breaks it even harder and you get beautiful results. One of my favorite speedruns is when they take two games with one controller. Oh! Yeah! Oh man, I forget. I I can't remember the name of the runner that did it for Pokemon Blue and Yellow this year. Yeah, I was about to say, I I saw that come up and I was going to watch it and I don't know why I didn't. Definitely going to need to watch that tonight now, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was another one where they played Punch-Out uh, uh, and then Super Punch-Out oh, using the games. same controller. Yeah. Even though they were on both different consoles, they used the same controller. Mm. And I was like, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's just, I don't know, fun stuff like that. It's, it, it's I don't know, it's one of the most amusing things to me. And, like, it makes me wonder, too, what, like, the developers of the games think about stuff like this. Like, do they find it amusing? Do they find it maybe even insulting somehow that they're just taking this beautiful creation that they did and turning it into mush in under, like, 20 minutes? <laughs> well, I would say it's the former. I think they would be happy mm. because then people are like, oh, we can... Ha- people are now more intrigued to play the games. Yeah, it's just another entirely different way of enjoying the game. Maybe not the way that the developers originally intended, but they're enjoying it. So 
And they probably don't even... And also, they probably are happy, but they also probably don't give a shit because they're working on other things at the moment. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, new things to be broken in the future. Yeah, can you imagine if, like, somebody went to uh, Sakurai while he was trying to make Super Smash Bros. Ultimate? Like, hey, do you see what they did to uh, Kirby Superstar? He's like, shut up! <laughs> I'm trying to get these fighters in the game! <laughs> hey, hey, look at that guy over there. He's going fast. No! It was like, no, I don't care what the Americans are doing right now. <laughs> Kirby! I'm doing the light of the world here. Oh, man, that's that's going to be interesting when it comes out. I don't... I don't know if I'll buy it myself, but definitely going to be interesting. Actually, I think ZFG well, himself said he might stream some of it, so, yeah, you know. Somebody's going somebody's gonna to speedrun uh, the Light of the World or the Venture mode. Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> They're going to have to get that ready for probably uh, the winter coming up in a few, uh, coming up in uh, two, well, technically tomorrow's December mm -hmm. at the time of this recording. So by January, they should, uh, uh, I don't know if uh, the... They probably would have to do it in the summer because it would probably be too late to try to get like last-minute submissions. In. Oh yeah, yeah, that and plus they probably want some time to figure out sort of like a good route as well, no, and not just like go headfirst in like all right, this is the first thing we've ever done with this game at this speedrun marathon where a bunch of things could potentially go wrong and stall the entire like block, and then it'll just be a disaster. Yeah, which would piss off GDQ officials. Oh, but yeah. They have, uh, they, they've already been pissed off enough. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, there's... Mm. Yeah, actually, we should... We could... We can get into that... Some of that now, actually, if you want. Yeah, I mean, we might as well. Yeah. Since we're already talking about oh, it. Oh, yeah. So, like... Yeah, of course. You know, like... With every popular thing comes drama and controversy, and of course, AGDQ has its fair share. Some of it a lot more valid than the others, but there's still, there's, yeah, there's there's some things that aren't quite right. I guess we could start off with the thing about the staff. A lot of the staff at the GDQ events, people have constantly reported that they're kind of sort of abusing their power whenever they feel like it. Just if there's someone that they don't like, they'll just go and use their powers and figure out some way in their rules that, like, this person is doing this and they cannot stay here anymore. There is kind of an infamous example of this where there was a runner and he had a hat. And it was a... I don't know if it's pronounced MAGA or just M-A-G-A. He was just wearing a hat, and he had it on camera during someone else's run. And, do you, like, do you remember this? Have you heard of this? Yes, I remember actually seeing it live. Oh, you when saw it was, this live? Uh, I, I saw it live Ooh. when it happened. Um, I was like, thankfully, thankfully I didn't... Uh, I, I didn't know what to think of it at the time, but uh, those of you that don't know what uh, what MAGA stands for, it's to make America great again. Um, yeah. Yeah, somebody came in with a Donald Trump hat on, which I, I, I don't know. I wish it was me. It was like, okay, somebody's a Donald Trump fan. I it, Like, I didn't give a shit. I just wanted to see the game, but apparently the staff had issues with it. Yeah, um, and it is actually written in their policy that you're not supposed to talk about political events and bring them up, which is... Yeah, I understand that. Like, it's it's a speedrunning charity. Politics shouldn't really be in it. But 
the same person that brought this hat in also said that there are other people on camera that had, like, they were wearing stuff pertaining to, like, other political leanings. And I mean, I don't know, say what say what you want about Trump, personally, uh, I'm not the biggest fan, but if you're gonna stop someone from wearing, like, Trump gear, you gotta stop people from wearing other political gear, too. Like, I don't think you should play favorites. Yeah. Yeah. And there was also that incident where I think, like, somebody in the audience was, like, like something, wearing something, uh, allegedly something Bernie Sanders related. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the things that the this speedrunner uh, talked about. They were, like, they used that as an example, like, well, there's this dude in the audience wearing, like, the Bernie Sanders thing, and nobody said anything about that. It's totally fine if he wears that, but I can't wear this hat, and, like, yeah, I get where he's coming from. Well, I mean, there is a difference, though. I mean, their policy saying, like, runners or people commentating on the couch. That is true. Because you are representing GDQ mm. when you're a, when you're a part of them. I mean, you're you're technically under their rules when you're a runner or you're a commentator. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, if you're an audience member, I mean, obviously you don't have to sign a contract or waiver to be an audience member. Yeah. If you can go, if you could be in the audience just wearing anything, you can wear whatever the fuck you want. Nobody's gonna bother you. Yeah. So, it, people, I, I think the runner was. I, I think some of these runners just wish that they, they would have a lot more freedom than what GDQ is giving them. Yeah, that too. That it's a lot of people. A lot of what the runners complain about too, or the ones that do complain, what they say is, they, like they used to be more free, and they used to let all the runners just sort of have more fun, have more leeway, a little bit. A little bit less PG-13 back in the day, but then it stopped and they got, like, really strict really fast. And it's, like, making things awkward, too, now. Like, you can see some of the commentators, like, when they're talking about the games, they, like, it's kind of like they want to make jokes, but they're scared to because they don't want to accidentally break a rule or something that they might not know about. And it can get, like, just really, like awkward and kind of almost like choked the atmosphere it's i don't know sometimes it's a little bit upsetting to watch and like even in like they have like these segments in between when they're playing games too where they're like interviewing people and those can get really awkward and like strained as well i don't know personally i have a hard time watching those because they don't they don't seem natural to me yeah some of it is scripted I mean, I, I have seen moments where they do script jokes in there, and they try to make it off like it's a sketch comedy deal. Yeah. But um, I, I think it all... I don't know if we're going to talk about the Crash Bandicoot 2 uh, speed run. Uh, I don't know if you put that anywhere in there. That sounds but, uh, so familiar to me, but I don't think I copied that down. Okay. Okay, because I think this was the reason why they just started to get more tough on the commentators and the runners when they were trying to tell jokes mm -hmm. so this so this guy can't remember the runner's name but it was like a few years ago the guy was playing crash bandicoot 2 and he was supposed to speed run it for 45 minutes mm -hmm. most of the time he was making suicide and depression jokes oh yeah okay yeah um yeah um personally my thing on that uh 
I don't care if you make those sort of jokes like in your own friend circles. Even I do it sometimes just as like kind of a coping method just because it's like I relate to it. My friends relate to it. Ha ha. Don't do it a lot. But at a public event where there are several thousand people watching, probably also children. Ugh, I mm, nah, no. And it also didn't help that he kept repeating the same exact jokes. Yeah. And he kept using the same humor, and he just kept doing it over and over again. Even people commenting on YouTube saying, "Wow, this guy has is like is so tasteless." Yeah. Like people people who would be considered edge lords found it too edgy for them. Yeah, like I don't, mm, I don't know. And ooh, that also reminds me of the whole. This is another thing that I did write down. The did you hear about the um when they the reason why they turned their like Twitch chat to subscriber only? Yes, I do know about that. Yeah, that it was when it was when they were there was a woman running a game, but this particular woman she's transgender, but the entire Twitch chat was just poking fun at this poor woman. And they were spamming this one emote in particular, which was offensive. A lot of people try to argue, it's just an emote, it doesn't matter, you're like, you're being too overbearing with this. But like, it's clear that they were spamming it to like, jab at this woman. Which I think, you know, it's pretty valid to get upset over it if the intent behind it is harm. So their, their way to fix this, apparently, was to just... Turn on subscriber-only mode. You had to pay... You had to subscribe to the Twitch channel if you even wanted to chat, which... I really don't know how I feel about this one. I feel kind of like it was a little bit too much, but at the same time, I do understand it's kind of a fast, easy fix, but as far as I know, it's still that way, and you still need to um, subscribe if you want to talk in the like actual GDQ Twitch chat. And there's another, there's a runner in particular, forget his name, Noah's face, um, that basically just hosts the entire event, and it's it's called the poverty the poverty chat, where basically if you're not a subscriber to the GDQ Twitch channel, you go to the poverty chat and you chat there, as if it was the official GDQ Twitch channel. It's just it's where everyone goes if you haven't paid, and that's that's what happened and. I don't know, i still sort of on the fence about it. I think it was still a bit too much, but, like, I get it. Well, what would have been the alternative, in your opinion? Um, just, just hunker down on moderation, just go. If you see people, like, jabbing, just ban that specific person. It would probably be a lot of work, but at the same time, it wouldn't, like, hinder those that were just, that haven't subscribed and were just watching normally. It's like it's one of those things where like everyone gets punished for a thing that a smaller group of people were doing. Yeah, because I think they also have to worry about GDQ. I think they also have to worry about the charity itself. Mm -hmm. Like, what if the like what if the charity found out that this was all going? Oh down? God, yeah. Like, because you got to remember. These or these charity organizations, they don't live in the realm of the internet. They don't live in the realm that we live in. Mm. They don't live in the realm of people making edge, edgy, like edge lord jokes or shit posting. Yeah, like they don't live in that world. I mean, to them, that's 
I mean, they look down on those type of uh, comments, and they look down on those type of people. Yeah. Um. If if they found out that like this type of stuff happening, then why would they ever want their charity to come to this event again? Yeah. If they know, yeah. if, if they know that people online or people is in the crowd are just gonna be like that mm. all every single point of the day. It, it, you got you got to remember these are normie people these are normie charities yeah you got to you got to if you have to understand it's like trying it's like trying to it's like trying to understand, and I know people is like well you're just too much of a normie to understand the brilliance of what oh, we're commenting gosh. on so you got to you got to you got to you got to most people need to understand that yeah but most most people don't yeah it's kind of kind of like teaching your grandma how to use facebook in a way that's something that sort of came up in my head like no, it's like trying to teach your grandma to shit post that yeah like just Teach a grandma how to be quote unquote normal on the internet, how to like use a website, but it's a grandma, it doesn't know. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, well, this is inappropriate to be making jokes like this to people. Why am I saying your mama on Yeah. <laughs> Why should I bother with this website if all you do is put rude things? And why is this person telling me to suck my dick? <laughs> oh god. Uh yeah. But yeah, I yeah I understand that completely. Why they want to try and save face too, in front of like yeah. all the charities that they're supporting, and in return, kind of support them and like, like being like, yeah, this is the charity we're donating to again. Like, repeated, repeated publicity. So I think the yeah, and you I, also got yeah. and you also got to remember too, like ninety nine point nine percent of the time, you don't know what's going on. With the people that are running the event, mm-hmm. so so when you're when you're when people are lashing out at them, you have to understand you don't know what the if you were running a charity event like this. Imagine how you would be feeling right now if you found out that a charity is coming to you screaming in your face or not screaming in your face, but having concerns mm. and then you having trying to do damage control. This was probably like a very like a, a, a quick fix thing. It's like okay, let's get rid of this and then we can keep doing it. There's yeah. a lot of stress involved with this. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that that also makes sense too. I still I still wish they could have done it so that the other people could speak too, but yeah, I do I do understand when you think of it through that and through that like lens. And you know, this was this was this was pretty this was probably a few years ago too. Yeah. This wasn't recent. Yeah, that too. So, I mean, they were still they were still getting their feet dirty mm. or they're still getting their feet wet, yeah. I should say. Yeah. But yeah, um Ooh, another thing too, though, about the charities that they support, most of them that I've seen are all good charities, but there's one charity in particular, the Prevent Cancer Foundation, that's sort of doesn't actually have the greatest track record from people um, a couple years ago. I think what it said was about three years ago, it was in like the bottom 30% of charities, because they don't, the, like, the donations they get, they don't actually really, according to, like, the people that have researched it, it doesn't go to, like, the best, they don't allocate it in the best areas, like, like, hold on, let me get this. Yeah, so, one of the quotes directly, so it's, they said, so in total, the organization spent, what is that, three, that's three million, four hundred thousand dollars, basically, 
No. It's closer to $3,500,000 on programs. When you divide the aforementioned expenses by that, you get a 74% expenditure on programs. This on its own isn't damning, but it's not great either. And that's the end of what it says there. So, like, it's a little, a little iffy with people in the community, but also the man that founded um, GDQ, he, he got contracted by the Prevent Cancer Foundation, and that started, like, stirring up a lot of drama, because they're like, well... Now he's going to, like, they're probably going to play, like, favorites. And he probably keeps going back to this charity in particular because they're going to pay him for it and stuff like that. And that's his way of getting money out of this thing that he started. But really, I haven't been able to find anything concrete on that. It's just a bunch of people theorizing constantly about, like, the way that Mike, the founder, is probably doing something bad. And Mike, too, he actually did He did step away from GDQ for a while. He got sick. I think he had mono. And he stepped away. Ugh. Yeah, he stepped away. But um, this, this I mm, was it this year or was it a few years ago? I don't know. He came back and he was in one of like the interviews in like the in-between sections where they're not running. They're just sort of talking with people. And apparently he like he gave this speech. But a lot of people weren't comfortable with it. Oh no, he was in the latest one too, where he was talking about something about him not wanting to like fall out with the community after being gone for so long. Which I mean, I guess yeah, it's valid. You don't want to fall out. You were gone for a while, but I don't know. A lot of people seem to want to find to like dig up bad things about the founder, and I kind of get why. But at the same time, it seems a little, a little bit unnecessarily hostile. Well, we've, uh, we've, well, that's the nature of the internet. Yeah, a lot of times. Mm. But it, I, I think it's mostly because they got obviously nothing better to do, mm. or they really think, or, or they really think that it got this guy. This guy is an asshole, so they're trying to expose him for everything, so that they can unleash his assholishness to the world. Yeah, not realizing, not realizing, of course, that they are becoming what they hate. Yeah, at the same time. Um, and, and you know, and I, and I tell most people this: if you have that much time to go after somebody to unleash their like their stuff online, mm. then no wonder that you're in the position that you're in. If you're complaining that you're not going anywhere with your life, or you're not going anywhere with the work that you're doing, mm. well, look at what you're doing. Yeah, you're going really. after somebody else when you could just be like focusing on your content or your brand right now, yeah. or your own life for that matter. Why are you going after somebody else? Mm. Yeah, and I mean, like, I've seen videos of the dude. He's not... I don't think he's an asshole. He's super awkward. But I don't think he's yeah. an asshole. Like, he's just sort of an awkward guy. Like, a little bit hard to watch again, but he's just... He's just awkward, to me anyways. I haven't seen anything where he's actually been a dick. I mean, there might be something out there that I missed. It's totally possible, but... As far as I know, he yeah. certainly isn't being a dick 24-7 to, like... His no. staff and the people that like run the charity now. So no, they're just trying to. They're just trying to do. They're just trying to do a whole charity stream. And mm. remember, they do these things twenty four hours for like two weeks. Oh yeah, so this, it is, the, they don't get any breaks. Yeah, it is nonstop when it's going on. It's like 
Ugh, I want to go to one of these so bad in real life, but I feel like it would be so draining. But it'd probably be worth it. But oh my lord, there is so much happening all at once. It's... it's, And it's so like... If I think that it'd be draining to me, who would just be like someone who's attending it, I cannot imagine what it's like for the staff that are making all yeah. of it happen and like turning all of the gears behind the scenes and all that. It is probably insane. You also got to think that these guys are doing these guys are doing twelve hour shifts. So one does the morning, mm. and another one probably comes in at night. Yeah, and then probably they probably do like a two to two thing where somebody comes in at two in the morning. Gets all that stuff done, mm-hmm. and then once two in the afternoon rolls around, then they get a twelve-hour break to do whatever the fuck they want, and then they got to come back and do a tw- two a.m. all over again. So I mean, that's draining on you, especially if you're trying to do this for like an entire week. Oh yeah, trying to get to trying to get to sleep that early, mm-hmm. and then trying to wake up and at like one in the morning just to try to shower and then get ready for your shift to try to make sure that this charity thing is going smoothly. Yeah, and then and then trying to see people coming in. I mean, even even some of these runners. I mean, some oh, of these runners yeah. are coming in at like some of these runners are doing it at one or two in the morning because I mean they're playing games that not necessarily many people in, like know the game. Yeah. So they're coming in and doing it very early. Yeah. Or they're doing a run that's like several hours long where they need to sit there and they need to focus extremely hard so that they don't mess up for this charity because like when even when I'm watching ZFG stream, he messes up a lot because he's a human being and he's not a machine that plays this game with perfect, like, movement and, like, tricks every single time. He messes up. But at speedruns, you need to be, like, at speedrun marathons, you need to be extra careful to not mess up because sometimes if you mess up in just the right place, you can throw the entire run and make it impossible. Yeah. I have heard that um, a lot of now they bring backup saves just in case they accidentally do like one of those things that causes them to throw the run so they can restart from from a place later and they don't need to give up the run entirely. But still. No, so even then, like the practicing the night before mm-hmm. for, some, for some of these people. Oh, God, I remember yeah. this like... They must do like two or three practice runs at night and they don't even get sleep or they don't get enough sleep yeah. because it's like, okay, getting it done two to three times in like a matter of hours and then having to wake up knowing that you're up next. It's like, oh God, that must be nerve wracking yeah. for your first time. Yeah, it's almost like cramming for exams. Like you just, it's like, this is your last chance. It's happening tomorrow. You got to just go, 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 get it perfect or else. And that, yeah. yeah, that too. Like, if you mess up a run really badly at a GDQ, you cannot run again for, like, another couple of events. Like, you can't. They will ban you from running because, well, they you need more practice. Sometimes it's an accident, and sometimes it is really just an unfortunate mess up, and they'll know that. They can see that because, you know, they're speedrunners. They're able to point that out. But if it's not that and you're just running really badly, you won't you won't be allowed to run again for a while. Yeah, that Crash Bandicoot 2 guy that I was talking about, mm. he didn't even finish the speed run. Yeah. He actually, he purposely, uh, he purposely um, crashed the game, and then said, okay, that's it, guys, I went over my limit, the game's over. Yeah. And then they perma-banned the guy. Yeah. Just sort of a, just a big old nuclear, nuclear bomb wrapped up in one person in one run, just, Ugh, man. 
I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, so I think looking at it from an audience perspective, you have to understand exactly what everybody's trying to get through, mm. and especially the especially the guy that runs it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and also about the, like, prepping before a speed run, also the people that run the event prepping before they go through this, like, crazy hell for a week trying to get this all running perfect. It's got to take a while to, like, set up, and they do it twice a year. It's not a. It's not like a yearly thing. It's like it's twice. Well, they they actually started doing like mini marathons now. I remember they did one in October. Oh, uh, back uh, back then they did a little. They did a little. Uh, they did a little mini thing. Man, so it wasn't even that long ago. That's even more. Oh wait, that's probably yeah. where. Oh okay. No, I. You're right. They did do that because I saw things again coming up on my feet. I'm like, did they did they do something? I thought I thought GDQ wasn't supposed to start till like till later. No, it was just called GDQX. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Mm. And so, yeah, that's if they're doing these things now. Like I saw things listed that they were like they did some side marathons before, but I thought it was just like one-off things. But now, if they're also doing like these semi-regularly, these other things, well, then that's even more than twice a year. They've still got to set up and like go do at least around the level of quality of like a normal length. GDQ for like their presentation and all that stuff. Yeah, because this is go. This will probably turn into a seasonal thing mm. as more demand for it comes up. Oh yeah, they'll probably they're probably gonna do it like like once a month. Ooh, oh man, imagine that. That'd be that'd be nuts. Yeah, then you'll have more of a chance to get in uh, Anderson. That's that's true. If they've got even more, then I've man, I'm really gonna start practicing on console instead of emulator. They do not. Like emulators. Yeah, and they I do not use why. emulators. Yeah, I I get why it's sort you of want a... that authenticity, girl. Yeah, actually, that's that's something that I was going to look up, but I forgot to. I don't th- right. I don't think there's ever been an instance of cheating at an AGDQ, but I wonder if anyone would have ever tried. I think if there was, somebody would have called him out on it, yeah. and, we would, and we would have known about yeah, it. Yeah, right. So like. I wonder, or if anyone's even just gotten the idea, maybe I should. Because, like, who knows? Maybe they didn't feel like they were up to their standards. Maybe they were second-guessing themselves. Maybe they thought, maybe maybe I should just do this this one little thing and nobody will notice. But, yeah, I, I wonder if anything like that will ever crop up in the future. <laughs> Yeah, you can't, you can't fool, you can't fool runners. Oh hell no! They will fight. If a runner cheats, they will. Uh, it will be like forensic files, oh, except yeah. it will be speed. Instead of that, it will be speed run files. Oh man, I'd watch that. I already watch forensic files way too much. Oh yeah, you know, you're telling me I watch it every night. Oh man. On Netflix. Ooh, Netflix. They have it on Netflix. Oh, yeah, wait, it that, is. They got like that might be they got like Netflix. nine collections on Netflix right Ooh, now. Ooh, that's a lot. I should I should check to see if that's on Canadian Netflix, but Canadian Netflix kind of sucks. <laughs> it's kind of sad. Oh. Yeah. Well, hey, I I don't know what to tell you, but hey, you might be you might get lucky. It's true. You'll, you'll have to tell me. Mm. But yeah, um, mm, I'm not sure if there was anything else. I think I think we covered most of what I wanted to go over. Just like the. This what it is, some of the stuff that comes up about it. I mean, personally, I still think it's a good event. I'm probably going to support it in the future, unless something a lot more damning comes out about them 
actually being kind of shady. I don't know, a lot of the complaints I've seen aren't actually the most backed up things. So... I mean, we'll find. I mean, if we do find out something uh, scandalous or whatever, we'll definitely do a volume two for oh, this. Oh yeah, if something big comes I mean, out. That'd sure. be that'd probably be good to be like, hey, so actually, <laughs> something well, happened. I, I, well, and, and you know what? I I really don't think that will be the case, and I think this yeah. is the reason. I I think that it, because as they get as they get more mature with this. Mm. I mean, they've only been around for eight years. Yeah. Okay, they got a lot of experience on their hands. So they're not going to be the same as they were, like, a year ago. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're going to get bigger. They're going to get better. Yeah. Um, they're going to get... They're going to get more... They're going to get rid of this idea that they got... They're going to abuse their power. Because when you get a bunch of nerds trying to... Um, when you get a bunch of nerds that are trying to do a, a charity stream and they never had a... A leadership position before, mm -hmm. then obviously yes, that's going to happen. Yeah. But when you get when it, when you do more of it and you do more of it and more of it and more of it, then obviously it's going to get a lot lot easier on people. Mm -hmm. And I don't think people are going to be caring, and I don't think people will care as much. Yeah. Once the what, I mean the quality, I mean the quality of these streams have gotten a lot better as oh, years yeah, go, gone on. Even just like the effects. The transitions from like waiting right before a run to the actual run itself it's like it's so smooth and like visually appealing and like the the stuff around the edges just like the trim and the polish it seems it's like it is super professional now and it's it definitely helps like it helps and it will make like new viewers want to watch it more because it's like well it looks nice it's obviously not just like this shoddy little thing that's showing up in my feed it's like it's it's a thing. It's like an actual thing. Like this is an actual event that is not just some randos doing this thing just this one time just to see what happens. It's like it's it's an organized event that happens twice a year now sort of even more than twice a week. Twice twice a year, not a week. <laughs> twice a week. God, <laughs> I was going to say twice a week. Oh, Holy shit. <laughs> Anderson, where have you been? You got to get on that shit. <laughs> Oh, maybe very, very far in the future. Twice a week. AGDQ. <laughs> oh, my lord. Whew. But, I mean, I will say... Uh, I, I think I've I've been saying a, a few truthful things throughout this entire um, thing. Mm. But I, I, I just wanted to... I just wanted to say that for anybody that's listening. I mean, everything that I've said here is practically pretty much how I feel about the whole situation. Mm -hmm. But I want people to understand that, I mean, when you go after these people, I mean, you have to understand where they're coming from yeah. a lot of times. Yeah. You got uh, One of the lessons that I think we need to learn is we got to, sometimes we got to put ourselves into other people's shoes. Yeah. Especially ones that are running the event. Oh god, yeah. Um, and I will say this. They are definitely better than DashCon or Rainforest when it comes to actually running an oh. event. Oh, I remember Dashcon as that went down. Oh God, I remember. I remember following people that had gone to it. I was just sitting there, like, "Holy shit! This, like, this is real." They actually didn't, like, they didn't think about these things beforehand. Are you kidding me? No. Nope. Oh, God, that that was awful, awful disaster. Embarrassing. Yep, that's why I covered it. Oh yeah. 
But, I mean, hey, they're dis- games done quick is leaps and bounds better than they are. Oh, God. In every stretch of the imagination. Absolutely, yeah. But, and because of that, I don't think people are really looking at that. I don't think the people that have gone after them for, like, some of the some of the most petty things out there. I mean, some of these things are not even, like, considered, like, real, like, crimes against, like, freedom or whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean, people are just being too rowdy, mm. A. So they got to do something about the rowdiness because they're worried that the charity is going to come to them like with stuff. Yeah. They got to worry. They got to worry about this thing running smoothly because if this thing fucking crashed, oh like god! This, if the stream fucking crashed, oh that would be that would be terrible for everybody. Oh god! Yeah, that that'd probably put a dent in like their donations and stuff too. Like if if all systems went down, oh god! God forbid they have yeah. some sort of error or something and they can't get it up and running again for like over an hour. <sighs> That that would not be good. Yeah, so they got a lot of things that they got to worry about. That re- their reputation for being a charity stream is on the line. Mm. Like anything can go wrong. Yeah. If that happened, boom. Like I mean, if that was the case, then yes, then you could blame it on whatever equipment they were using, mm-hmm. or they just weren't prepared. Then you would have an explanation. But uh, going after you know going after them for the comments thing. Mm. I mean, there was there was even people that were actually pirating. Like the games done quick stream and then putting it on Twitch, yeah. So that people, so that people didn't have to do the uh, watch the stream with the with the um, with the paid comments. Yeah, like They're... the the whole poverty chat thing again. That one runner that's like Trihex. I think it's Trihex. I think that's his name. Where he just he just hosts he hosts it, so it's still technically legit and like connected, but everyone uses his chat for it. But if there's other people that are like taking it without hosting it because hosting it's got that direct link there right but if you just yeah. if you just take it that's not it's like no that's it's scummy don't do that yeah it, yeah that was one of the things and the games gun quick went after him mm. and it's like well I, didn't, I don't think i should have been banned for that it's like but i understand why they did it yeah and it's i, I think it's like, i think it's like sort of a, a like a personal Grudge, and I think it's a little bit too much relied heavily on emotion than it is about using like using like reason and logic mm-hmm. when it comes to that stuff. Which is why, which is why when I looked at things, like I t- I I didn't try to I didn't try to look at it as like a, oh my god, or like what are these people doing? It's like no, as somebody that used to do plan events for my former workplace, yeah, it's like you have to try to make sure that this thing is like good enough so that people will actually have a good time with it. Yeah. Because this is for the runners, this is for the people watching. Um, if you're not having a good time with it, it, or if, like, one little thing, like, something this small, like, I'm using, I'm, like, I'm taking my index finger and my thumb, mm-hmm. and I'm just making I'm just making it really short. Yeah. If something, if something this small is making you not have any fun doing this, like, if you really need to be an edgelord or a shit poster yeah. to have fun, like, watching these streams, and you're missing the whole fucking point. Yeah. Like, it should it should be more about just the whole like again like what I what I was talking about earlier just the very basics of it just you play a video game really fast and you donate to charity just I th- I think people really they should focus more on just the fact that like this is just it's a way for like people in the like nerd video game circle to just get together and just do something nice to give back to the world, to give back to people that need it. Yeah, because that's the whole point of it. Mm. That's the whole point of this whole thing. 
It's not supposed to be about what you're personally feeling at that moment in time. Yeah. It's about going out to people that are in a lot worse condition than we are. Mm-hmm. Hashtag first world problems for us mm. when we're complaining about this stuff. There are people that don't even have access to the internet. Oh, God, yeah. And, like, also, like, disaster relief and stuff, too. There's, like, there's people that in recent times with that... It was a hurricane, right? That swept through. It's below the USA, below Florida. And it just... I think some of those places still don't have power. And, like, mm-hmm. clean water and stuff like that because it just destroyed them all. Things like this, they give money to organizations that help people like that because stuff like that does still happen today. There are still people out there that need help. We just we just don't really think about it that often in our day-to-day lives because it's not happening around us, like, immediately. Like, it's not something that's on our minds because it doesn't really typically concern us in our day-to-day lives, but it does happen. Yeah, because we live in a world of comfort. Mm. And when that, whenever that comfortability is taken away from us, then we we freak out about it yeah. when, we, when we outlash. But you got to think about this. I don't know. I don't know if we we discussed this in the thing. But remember when they said that like they were going to start charging for the comments? Um, mm-hmm. They actually said that all of the money from the comments was actually going to be going to the charity. Oh, really? They did? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, and the fact that the, that they said that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would think that if you were commenting on the video that you would want to donate so that you could be a part of the comments and knowing that that money is actually going to a worthy cause at the same time. Yeah, okay. So you're killing two birds with one stone yeah, that is, that in is a good, lot of that, ways. That is, that is good because typically when you subscribe to a person on Twitch, the money goes to them. But if they take all their subscription money and put it towards the charities, well, that's that's fine. That's good. Yeah. And that's and that 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 would have been that would have been great for people to do if they decided not to go full on crazy over it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So I mean, that's what it's all about. It's about it. It's about taking. I mean, it's it, it, we've got a break in our lives, and I think it's about time we start giving breaks to other people mm-hmm. um, that really need it. Yeah. And you know what? After do after doing this video, I might actually start doing more of these. Uh, um, donation things. Oh yeah, that that'd be um, a good idea. That's that's I think yeah. that's good. Yeah. So instead of just, just like, instead of like donating to us, I mean they could do that as well. But at the same time, they can also donate to Doctors Without Borders, yeah. and I'll just do a podcast version and then just put that up along with the live one. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah. So, you know, this happens as I'm thinking about it. But you know, having this conversation with you and having the and you know, unfortunately, there's going to be people commenting on this video as it's being premiered, but they're not yeah. going to be able to listen to us live, unfortunately. Yeah, I think but... I might try to step into the premiere and just see what people are saying and sort of like reflect on what I've said too, and all that stuff, and like just try to talk to people and be like, hey, yeah, this is like if you want more interpretation on this, it's like, you know, but YouTube comments also can get a bit funky. So, yeah, I, I I agree. Yeah, but I'll I'll be on the I'll be on the premiere too. So, yeah. um, you know we can always talk during it, mm-hmm. and then uh and then afterwards I'll be right on the uh I'll be right on the uh, Discord right afterwards. So oh, okay. we can hear what people say afterwards. Yeah, might try to join that. I don't know where where I'll be or what I'll be doing, but I could try. 
Yeah, well, hey, like I said, like people got to do their own things. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, it's like I know, I know you, I know you're an artist. Mm-hmm. I know, I know that you work very hard with your with your work. Oh yeah, I've been. I know you're a trying lot. to. I know you're trying to be. I know you're trying to be a speed runner. Yeah. And yeah. So I mean, you're trying to do two things at once. I mean, I'm doing three podcasts, so mm-hmm. I I understand that hustle. Yeah, uh, Anderson. I know what that's like. So a lot, that's why I said a lot of times I can't be there on the Discord mm-hmm. chat. I'll just be there like once a week after I do a Legends episode. Yeah. But that's uh, that's. Dead. But you know what? You know what? We didn't talk about our favorite uh, Game Stun Quick um, speed runs. Ooh, that's right. We ooh, didn't go ooh, over that ooh. yet. Yeah, I want to. I want to do that. I want to do that. Um. Okay. Yeah. Well, of course, of course, mine gonna be one of ZFG's runs. But my actual favorite, like little segment that he's done is not a speedrun it's a glitch exhibition and it's my favorite not just because i love glitches in video games and i think that just using them to do like these wild things it just not only is it exciting and fun but he gets really like excited and passionate about it like normally zfg as a person he's just he's just really chill he's nonchalant he said this week actually when he was streaming that he doesn't stream to entertain he just streams because he wants to do runs and people want to watch so he's like all right guess i'll just stream but what originally got him into speed running was like the glitch aspect and you can tell like even just in his voice there's like there's a little bit more of like a smile in his voice if that makes any sense when he's just talking about these glitches and showing them off and it just I don't know. I just think it's kind of sweet, and it it makes the experience a little bit better. Well, you know what that is. That's uh, that's a uh, that's what we call personality, mm. Anderson. I, I think you're. I know people will say that he's not doing this for entertainment, but you also got to remember people are attracted to personalities. Yeah, like that's. I think that's why so many people watch him. They they like his personality because he's just he's constantly he's just real he's not playing it up for the camera or anything he's just he's himself and it's, yeah. it's refreshing it's nice he's not like yelling like oh yeah today we're doing speed run i'll create a time 100 let's go he's just he just does speed runs yeah he's not like saying let's play let's play some motherfucking legend oh Zelda. <laughs> fuck you mom <laughs> oh no oh no oh god i can't even imagine him saying that oh god I fucking love Ocarina of fucking time. <laughs> oh no. Oh man. Ugh. See, that would be a let's play oh, from like ooh, 2008. Yeah. But... Oh, 2008 Minecraft let's play. 2008 Minecraft speedrun. Let's go. Let's go, sons. I'm changing it. I'm not I'm not going to speedrun Star Fox anymore. I'm speedrunning Minecraft. I mean, yeah. I've been playing it since I was 11, so I probably could, but nah, Star Fox. Oh. Star Fox is cool. I like going fast in a spaceship and blowing things up. It's fun. Hold it. They're trying to get through. Oh, man. Hate that level. I'm not going to I'm not going to reference I'm not going to say the one thing that would piss a lot of people off because it's been done many times already. Oh, yeah. I, but... I know. I know I know what you're talking about. Yep. <laughs> mhm. But it, it, to bring up the point, I mean I mean, yeah, you're just he's just being himself. Mm. And, you know, when it comes to when it comes to you, I mean, if you are if you just act if you just act like the way that you did tonight or um, I think you would be I think you would be fine. Yeah. You know, considering I think, you know, considering that it's like, okay, well, at least if you know stuff about the game, I mean, yeah, it's cool to talk about that. But if you're just being your cool Canadian (laughs) self, I think you'll be okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. I've I've had people tell me I used to play just on stream, just play Yume Nikki. The uh it's not it's not indie, it's old, but it's like it's not your average video game, I guess. It's it's like sort of like a surreal horror exploration game. I was playing that and a lot of people said they just they kept coming back and watching it. Like I saw people like return to the chat. I recognized their names and their icons. And I'm like these people are watching me more than once. What's what's going on? They're like, well, I like you. I think you're funny. And like, I'm over here laughing with my friends. And it's just, I don't know. It's it's weird to see it when it actually happens to you. Seeing that oh, yeah. if you really are just yourself and you're just having fun, people like that. People like to watch that. You don't need to be supreme uber gamer hexer person. Like, you just be yourself and... It'll be natural, and people will come, and people will watch, and they'll enjoy it, and they'll come back. Yeah, I mean, you should have... I mean, I can't tell you what it was like for me when we were doing Legends in the beginning. Like, like when I was doing when I was doing other things on the channel, I saw that like the same people were coming into the chat, and they were interacting with it. Like, it didn't matter if it wasn't a Legends video. Mm. They were coming in because they liked... They wanted to hear me talk. Yeah, it's... And then, and, and then of course, they would come on to the Discord and become... Uh, become regulars on the show now mm. but i mean it, it happens like you, they'll get attracted to you yeah. uh in a in a entertaining way mm. and um they'll 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 support anything that you do i mean jim sterling said it best like it doesn't matter like what you do like if if if, if somebody if somebody's like really into you mm. they'll follow you no matter what happens yeah yeah so yeah that's yeah i think that the whole thing just be yourself I mean, I don't know. Yeah. ZFG, just as a person, inspires me. Just because he's just, he's so chill. He just, he does what he wants, and people like it when he does what he wants, and it's good. Any others that you like? Um, ooh, I like uh, Cheese 05. Oh, no, he's just Cheese now. As of late, he just got the the username Cheese on Twitch. Um, he's, uh... Super Mario 64 speedrunner. I don't think he was the very first one that I saw, but he is one of the best, and he's one of my favorites. Um, partially because I really like his story. It's when he started speedrunning, he told this... I forget if I watched it on a stream that he did, or if it was in a highlight video that he uploaded on YouTube, but he said he'd entered this race between like the two top speedrunners in the category for that game and they'd said to him like who are you dude like why are you here why are you bothering like we're gonna crush you cheese absolutely decimated them he just trounced them and that's how he started like he didn't care that they were sort of talking down on him they're all cool now too like they're all friends now they probably weren't even actually trying to be malicious when they were telling him, like, dude, just don't bother, but he didn't listen. It was another thing. He he did what he wanted, and he tried, he did his best, and it paid off immediately for him, actually. So that's... It can happen. You could say that he turned them into Swiss cheese. Oh! <laughs> oh, he sure did. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. And I also like his, his personality, too. Like, he's... He's sort of more of like a natural jokester than ZFG. He he like he just sort of he has a good flow with his jokes I find. Like 
He's not. He doesn't push it with his humor or anything either. He just. He just sort of goes. He's got like his own little like sort of inside joke esque stuff with his stream, and like you catch on quickly. It just. It's sort of. It's just a nice place to be, in my opinion. Yeah, it, it, you know, and trust me, being fluent with your jokes is not easy. Mm. Comedy is like the one of the hardest things to oh, do. Oh God, yeah. But if you do improv, like I have, Ooh. and with many of these, maybe probably these other runners do, mm. um, it gets very easy very quickly. Yeah. You feel more comfortable. Mm. So that might be. I mean, I mean, well, I mean, I'll, I would. I mean, once you get your stuff up, like I said, I'm gonna be plugging it. So. Sweet. Yeah. Uh I got I got I got a few uh favorites of my own. Ooh, tell. Uh La uh Lack Attack. Do you know who Lack Attack that is? That sounds extremely familiar. Okay. He's probably one of the uh he he back in twenty sixteen he did a speed run at GDQ uh for Super Mario RPG. Which oh, is my favorite yes. game of all time. Oh, I didn't know that about you. Neat. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh I actually I actually streamed it on the channel once. Mm. Um I'm thinking of streaming it again. Uh, one of these days. Uh, but, you know, one of his catchphrases is, this is it. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> this is it. And somebody will come into the chat and be like, is this it? And oh! they'll be like, this is it. <laughs> oh, so that's what that's from. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, oh, so many things in my head just connected right then. Oh, my God. That's what that's <laughs> from. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, that makes yeah. so much. That makes so much more sense now. Yeah, and he has his own uh, Super Mario RPG speedrun community that uh, they'll actually uh, have an entire community of like RP uh, Mario RPG gamers coming in, oh. and they'll all try to find ways of trying to uh, find new things in the game and try oh, to yeah, get down yeah. the uh, thing. Uh, route planners. The, yeah. yeah, they're trying to get route planners together. They're trying to decrease the time because mm. right now the re the record is like three hours and six yeah. minutes to beat the game. Long game. Oh. Not as long as I. But it's like it's percent though. <laughs> Oh, don't even get me started on that. I'm still trying to do 100% on Ocarina time. Ooh, yeah, even without speedrunning, it's just oh, it's long. Speedrun's long. Game itself, long. Oh. But I love it. Still love it. Yes, yeah, so I, I, I felt bad for the Breath of the Wild guy uh, last year oh. that did it like, for like eight fucking hours. Yeah, and I think the, what is it, ZFG talks about it sometimes, the Breath of the Wild 100%, I think it's still over a oh. day long. To get everything, I I do not know if that will ever be optimized to be under a day long. But uh, here's hoping that someone is insane enough to try and route that. Oh no no! Oh no. god! <laughs> Somebody's gonna have to get him a urinal. Oh Someone's yeah! Someone's gonna have to get the. Oh bucket. no! Even better, they're gonna have to they're gonna have to put a catheter on him. Oh oh god! Go Ouch! <laughs> Yeah, that's what they're gonna have to do. They're gonna have to put a catheter on the person, Ow. and then they're gonna, and then they're gonna just have to have like a, they're just gonna have like a urine bag going. So whenever the guy needs the needs to pee, he can just pee into the catheter. Oh god! And then, uh, yeah, they'll probably have to give him like a, they'll have to give him like one of those things. Like if he needs to take a shit, he can just go in that too. Oh man! Oh, like a bedpan that they give like yeah, gonna, old old yeah, dudes in like nursing homes. Mm-hmm. Oh. You'll have to. They'll have to go invade a hospital. Oh man. They'll have. They'll have to probably have a nurse on standby oh, just in just, case anything yeah, just happens. Just in case he faints or anything, accidentally oh, forgets yeah. to eat or drink. Oh yeah, they're probably gonna have to like. Uh, they're probably gonna have to like get a sandwich in the guy's hand. Yeah. 
they're gonna have to they're gonna have to like he's probably gonna have while he's playing the game he's probably gonna be munching on it mm. but they're gonna have it like still in his hands and like nom, 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 yeah. nom, 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 nom. and then like they're gonna have like a like a uh, a sprite or something like with a straw yeah. and he's just like uh, and then boom boom there you go so yeah let's let's not speed run that at a marathon ever <laughs> Oh, oh you know that's going to happen. Oh, God, you know that's going to be the thing that brings people into the building. Oh, it probably will someday. Someone will be like, all right, we're going to run this. It's going to be over a day long, but we're doing it. Yeah, that will be like the last day. That will be the like the grand finale. Oh, that, like, that sorry, would guys. be an interesting grand finale. Or if they did like a thing where they like do it in like shifts, like they have like two different runners doing it that switch off every few hours. Oh, I was thinking. I was thinking that too. I was thinking of like, okay, we're gonna get the like the seven. We're gonna do like we're gonna get like seven of the best like one hundred percent Breath of the Wild speedrunners, yeah. and we're gonna and for like every two hours they're gonna change shifts. Oh yeah. Or like that'd be insane. I'd probably watch it though. Like every, yeah, every three hours they switch, and then they have to pick up where the other one left off. Mm. That would be a challenge. Oh, it but would be, but it may for some it's not, make for something interesting. It's not as appealing as it having just being one person though. Mm. That's the thing that brings him in. Yeah. Uh. So the second vi So the second. Uh. Besides the Super Mario RPG one with Lack Attack, mm -hmm. the other one that I did was the one they did uh, this summer. Actually, it was the Super Mario Brothers three rate all forts race with the uh, Mitch Flower Power and Grand Pooh Bear. Oh, I know Grand Pooh Bear. Don't know the Flower Power dude mm -hmm. though. Okay. So these two did a uh, Super Mario RPG race, and about seventeen minutes in. Grand Pooh Bear got uh, missed, like uh, like he hit a thwomp by accident. Oh, and it crashed. And he got upset over it, and then it crashed the other dude's power. Yeah, it crashed <laughs> yeah. the other dude's game. I was who was I watching that was talking about that? I think he was playing Super Mario Maker levels. I do not remember his name. It's I hate this. I always remember what they look like, but I don't remember their names. So, but like I can't just yeah. be like, yeah, I was watching a dude with short hair and also glasses. Also, his hair was dark play Super Mario Maker and talk about the time that Graham Hoover crashed the other dude's game by accident. I was like, oh, I, 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 and you could see, and you could just see Grand Pooh Bear's face. Like he felt so yeah. bad. Oh, I feel and bad then, for and both then of not them. only that, yeah. And not only that, it happened a second time, like 20 minutes later. Oh, oh it happened twice. It happened oh, twice. Oh, I didn't know it happened twice. Oh, oh no. Oh, no, yeah. Like, 20 minutes oh, later. Oh, no. Because <laughs> what Grand Pooh Bear did, like, he, like, after, like, Mitch's game froze, he stopped, and he waited for Mitch to catch mm -hmm. up again so that the, so that they can continue the race because, like, that's how Grand Pooh Bear is, like, a, a, he's, like, a very classy person, mm -hmm. and he just waited. But the second time it happened, it, like, once it happened again, like, <laughs> He was just devastated. Oh, like he even no. took his hat. He, he even took his hat off, and he had his hand. He had his hands in his face. Oh no! Oh god! And, he, and, and even though, he, and even though Mitch won the race, even though Mitch won the race, he felt so oh, bad because it's like, yeah, I would too. Because he, oh. he was like, I would. He's like, I wanted to. I w I have wanted to race Mitch for so long, and I wanted it to be like a very, like, um, very. Like fair um, and like level playing ground sort of thing. Yeah, like yeah. he wanted to be like a very competitive race yeah. without any glitches. Yeah, but then and of the course this happens. Yeah, and the, and the fact that and the fact that he won by glitch mm. when it was not intentional, and he kept apologizing so much. But Glitch is like, no, I could do this. I could do this. I could win. I could do it. Oh but, man. Uh, 
and the and the audience was cheering. It was like like cheering for Grand Pooh Bear because they like he, there's no need to feel bad about it. But oh, he was devastated. Oh, I'm actually wa- I'm actually watching his reaction right now oh. as we're talking. Oh man, yeah. Oh, Some, sometimes when guy. things like that happen, sometimes it brings people closer together too. You never know. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, these guys these guys really liked each other. Yeah. They really wanted to have a competitive race, yeah. but. Uh, I think there's going to have to be a redemption. Yeah, race. they're they're definitely going to need to do another one in the future. That hopefully he won't accidentally step in the wrong spot on the floor and destroy the other dude's game by accident. Oh no! And all because like Grand Pooh Bear like got got frustrated over the fact that uh, he like got hit by like he moved like he moved his leg just like a little bit of an inch and then it just caused the thing to crash. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't that even big of a movement. And even when he and even when he sat up in his chair, it's like, oh no, it happened again. Gosh, dang it! And I think, and I think, uh, what was it? Mitch was trying to complete the game, and I think it, like it crashed again, but it wasn't Grand Pooh Bear's fault. Yeah. It just crashed. He's like, okay, well that's it. I can't beat it. <laughs> uh, mis- misfortune is definitely on your side today. Not not something uh, you want on your side, but it's there anyways. You can't uh, do anything about it. <laughs> He's like, he's like, hey, this is a charity. As long as people are donating, that's all I care yeah, about. Yeah, it's true. As long as, as long as people are having fun, and as long as you're supporting the people that you want to support. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to, and I, I also want to say to everybody out there, I hope you all have been donating throughout this video. Um, I would love to see some donations piling in for uh, Doctors Without Borders. Yeah. Um, so hit that donate button, and if you haven't yet, even if it's a dollar. Yeah. That's all I want from I you. I might guys. try to figure out how to do that myself during it i mean i've got a, i've got a bank card i can probably give him like five ten bucks not gonna hurt you anyone should, right <laughs> i got money to spare no 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 exactly like i'll don't i'll even donate a, i'll even donate some money during the during the thing yeah just so that people so the, the you know lead by example as they mm, say yeah uh, so I, I hope everybody's out there is the donating that uh, putting that donation button in mm. uh we'll be doing that throughout the rest of the legends episodes as well um, but for those of you that want to donate to us personally, uh, anchor.fm slash Jodini, uh, like I said in the beginning of the show, all of the personal donations that you send us will be going to helping us as we prepare our budget to get ourselves a, uh, live studio so that we can get some state-of-the-art equipment, we can get some cameras going, and then you can actually see us in, on person, and we'll have, like, a three-camera setup, we'll have, like, some, like, audio equipment, we might even hire somebody to actually run the boards and all that shit. I actually know somebody that would love to learn, and she's, like, very on board with it, but, um, we'll have to see. Uh, but all of that is gonna, all the personal donating money is gonna go to that, but, you know, mm. I'm not relying on just you guys, yeah. so I'm doing this myself as well, yeah. but any little bit helps. Yeah. So, again, that's anchor.fm slash Jodini. Uh, but that's gonna be, I think that's gonna be it for our episode tonight. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, um, I mean, what I'm taking away from all of it, from what I found, and then what we've talked about and reflecting on it, is just, it's, it's good to support things like this. It's also good to be critical of them. But don't get overly critical. Don't get too into the drama, too into the controversy. Don't don't blow things out of proportion because all it's going to do is way more harm than good. Just hey. have fun. Be cautious, but over- value like the fun and the core, the core values over everything else. Hey, you took the words right out of my mouth <laughs> there. <laughs> 
<laughs> very good, very good, Anderson. Yeah. I, lo I loved what you just said there. So I think next time around, we're actually going to be talking about Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared. Ooh, love that series. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, we're actually going to be talking about that with my good friend Solo, who's uh, who's been a regular on the show since last season. But we're going to be talking about that, and we're also going to be talking about the potential uh, TV series that's coming out with I've it. I've heard of that, uh, and I'm excited for whatever comes out of that. Yeah, so we'll have that for next week. But for everybody listening, thank you so much. And Anderson, congratulations. <laughs> this has been your first episode of Legends of the uh, Internet. It You've made it. It went, went better than I thought. I thought I'd be a lot more scared. But, you know, as time went on, kind of got easier. From here, I can only no, go up. <laughs> yeah, that's how it starts. Yeah. <laughs> and I think the next time you'll be on is when we talk about... Oh, I remember I looked Let's... at it, but I don't remember now. Is that... Mm... Is that the one about Super Mario Logan? Or is that later? Oh no, that's that's later that's in the later. season. That's later. Okay. Um Yeah. yeah. I, I have I have it right in front of me. Oh. Uh you the last the next time we're gonna be seeing you is when we talk about digital homicide. <gasps> oh that's gonna be fun. Yeah. Oh, that's, and that's actually oh, And fun. that's actually in a month that's gonna that's actually gonna be in a month. Ooh. Man, I am so ready for that one. That is a very good example of justified controversy. Oh my lord! Yes, I am so ready for so. that. Oh, this yeah, we talked crazy. <laughs> yeah, we talked a little bit of that during the Jim Sterling episode. Oh last yeah, time, oh now yeah. We're, now we're going to talk about the digital homicide side. Oh, I am so excited for that. Ah, uh, but uh, anyway, thank you everybody. Thank you Anderson for coming on, and uh, we hope you all enjoy the rest of your day, your afternoon, your evening, whenever you're listening. We'll be back next week with another episode of Legends of the Internet. Until then, Arrivederci. I don't know what they say in Canada, but... Uh, I don't know, some French, say... maybe. Okay. Um, I don't know. Oh, I don't remember any French. I know how to say what in French, which is qu'est-ce que c'est. That's all I remember. <laughs> okay. Well, then we'll just say bye. <laughs> yeah, see ya. Bye.